So welcome to module eight, mainstream bracket genetics, learnings from an oncogenetic pathway. So the primary purpose of this is for us to understand how genetic testing can guide treatment, to define mainstream genetic testing, and to think about uh, the outline of an oncogenetic pathway. So here's an exemplar patient. Uh, you can see mapped on their time course here, they were having neoadjuvant chemotherapy, but there was quite a significant delay before their treating doctor picked up the need to do BRCA testing, uh, germline genetic testing, which meant that they didn't get their result until after they had had their primary surgery, which in this case was a unilateral mastectomy with a reconstruction. So what we'd like to move to is getting a pathway such that we flag the need for genetic testing very early, which particularly if there's no adjuvant chemo being done, gives us a good window of time. So right after the breast cancer is confirmed, we introduce the, um, the notion of the genetic testing, get the consent, get the sample. That gives plenty of time. And in this case would mean that the results were available ahead of that surgery. And therefore, in the circumstance if the patient were to have had a positive result, it would mean that they could consider having their treatment of their current breast cancer and their risk-reducing surgery for any subsequent breast cancers rolled into the single surgical episode, which is particularly important when there's reconstruction being considered, because that is typically all done better if all undertaken in the same procedure. So thinking about this, we're trying to move on to broadening genetic testing. It was historically very limited. It would, that was due to it being very expensive, taking a long time, being very low throughput. And historically, when it didn't really have any implications for the treatment of that patient in front of you, but it was really more about the risk for the family. And for those reasons, historically, we had these very restrictive criteria around those to whom we would offer genetic testing, which excluded lots of individuals, particularly when there were small families or transmission via a male member of the family. Increasingly, we've got better at better at picking up germline mutations in individuals with triple negative breast cancer, but actually we still miss a lot of those in the ER positive breast cancers. And I think there really is a shift now to not just undertaking germline genetic testing around future risk, but really thinking about the implications of how we treat the patient in front of us. And that's in terms of the oncological treatment of their current cancer, but of course, thinking about risk reducing treatment in terms of their risk of future breast cancers, and of course, often future ovarian cancers. And all of this, we're trying to balance in terms of not putting undue demand and pressure on genetic services to so trying to keep a rapid throughput in terms of delivering that testing. So this has caused us to move from clinical genetics pathway to an oncogenetic pathway where we integrate delivery of the germline genetic testing within the routine oncological management with fewer patients being referred to clinical genetics. So this is really thinking about that balance of an informed consent for genetic testing, which is important because there are implications for the future, but maybe not giving quite such extensive pre-test genetic counselling to every single patient. 
So the mainstreaming cancer genetics program at the Marsden Hospital was introduced about nine years ago and focused on identifying patients who were eligible at that time for genetic testing on the basis of their own criteria. So that's bilateral disease, triple negative disease, breast and ovarian cancer and so forth. And this was implemented via an information sheet. And this was introduced by the oncology or oncological surgeon or CNS. If there was no mutation, they were managed within oncology. And if there was a mutation or a bust, they were referred on to genetics. So just to summarize, we've spoken about mainstreaming. So that's bringing the testing into the oncological management, as opposed to the patient being managed through clinical genetics. But this does require to establish good mainstreaming programs, good collaboration and sharing of resources and communication between oncology and the genomics genetic services. But the positives around a mainstream model is reducing waiting times and better use of a limited resource of genetics personnel. And it really is focused on this more recent transition of germline genetic information, not just being about future risk, but about treating the cancer today. Thank you.